Welcome to the Void Podcast. This podcast is produced by Void Podcast LLC and presented by Sean McKnight and Jenny Miller. To learn more about our podcast, please visit our website, www.void-podcast.com. On our website, check out our Patreon account, where you can find bonus episodes, Void merchandise, and other content like cast interviews and more. Please be sure to leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. We hope you enjoy this episode of Void. During the last episode of Void, the contract controversy surrounding Anko was resolved as the captains decided to make the best of it and work with him for now. Later, the crew found themselves making history being the first to set foot on a new world. Welcome to the season four finale of Void. Astrid, record Titan surface log. Day, uh, 32. Although technically since each day here is 16 days long, this is really day two. Recording Titan surface log in three, two, one. Current temperature is negative 170.2 degrees Celsius. As usual, visibility is still hazy, and there is a light wind blowing north at 0.6 meters per second. Current nitrogen levels are at 94.1, methane is at 5.9. I must note that my attempt to heat the surface with the orbital mirror array only resulted in water vapor being released along with an unfortunate volume of ammonia as well. My efforts to convert the ammonia to the nitrogen-oxygen hybrid failed. I even attempted to use the Colstridium bacteria as a means of conversion, but that failed as well. Yes, that's it for now. Astrid, end Titan service log. I'm glad I don't have to stand outside with him anymore. That was driving me nuts. Sorry about that, Sarabella. It was a necessary precaution. He seems too wrapped up in his work now to be a threat. We've been here for over 30 days. I think if he was going to make another move, we would have seen it by now. All he seems to care about is proving his machines work. How's that part going, Jonas? I don't know for sure because he won't share any data with me. But I can tell he's getting angrier and more frustrated. So I don't think he's getting anywhere. He's passed his contract deadline, Jonas. I know we agreed on 30 days at the most. But I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and he said five days at the most originally. I I know. I just feel kind of bad for him since he's worked so hard on his equipment and now he's just not seeing the results that he's hoped for. That's nice of you, Jonas, but we can't keep sitting here. Gideon and Gilban have been on the Qingxi nearly this whole time, too. We have to talk to him about a time limit. How much longer are you willing to give him? Scientists need time to experiment and analyze results. He's essentially trying to find out if mankind can live here. That's the whole reason I'm out here too. If he can nail that down, it will change humanity. I'd like to give him at least another 90 days. Three more months? Are you serious? That seems excessive, Jonas. Maybe if the crew got off the surface a bit more and got back to some of the comforts of the ship, the time would go smoother. He's doing something really important here. But don't you think he should have had some results by now? I don't know that so much extra time is going to make any difference. 
if we could get him to be more specific and share some of his findings, well, that might lead us to a more informed decision as to his timetable. Well, you're right. But he won't share any of his data with me. I've tried. I'll speak to him. I can be very persuasive when I need to be. Good day, Gilvin. Did you finish cleaning the port engine exhaust yet? That was one of the items on Captain Rex's checklist. Oh, hello, Gideon. Uh, I'm well aware of the checklist, and no, I'll get to it later. Uh, according to the maintenance logs, you haven't made an entry. Captain Rex asked me to check in on you. Well, we talked about it. Everything's fine. Is it? You need to get your act together, Gilvin, and do the work you've been assigned. What's the big rush? We've been stuck here for weeks with nothing to do but wait for Anko to be done with his contract anyway. I know. Trust me, it's been a concern of mine for quite some time. His delays are becoming unacceptable. Well, there isn't a damn thing we can do about it, is there? What are you so bent out of shape about? I have my interest to consider here too, Gilvin. Oh yeah, your contract with Regina. What does that entail anyway? That's none of your concern, for now. I suggest you put your focus on your own duties where it belongs. Okay, so what's so important that you had to pull me away from my work? What the hell? This looks like an intervention. It is, of sorts. Have a seat. I'll stand. Suit yourself. We need to discuss how long we're going to be here. There's concern about the length of time it's taking to fulfill your contract. I knew you were going to start pressuring me about this. Don't give Jonas shit, Anko. He proposed a more than generous amount of time for you to finish your work. I want to know if his recommendation is justified. Where are you with your results? My data is still being formulated. Cut the crap, Anko. You know damn well you've been getting data already. It's time you shared that information. Very well. Even though my findings thus far are inconclusive, they're showing what could be potentially positive results. Potentially? Yes. There is tremendous potential for my work here. But shouldn't you be past the potential stage by now? See? This is what happens when a slow-witted dullard is put in charge of contracts. You just can't see the big picture. Call me all the names you want, Anko, but you know as well as I do how these types of experiments work. If you're not seeing any kind of concrete results at this point, there probably won't be any. You just don't understand what I'm doing. Don't try to talk above us, Anko. You're hiding something. I don't have to take criticism from a mere medical lackey. Call her a lackey again. I dare you. All right. Everyone settle down. Well, I'm not going to stand here Shut and- up, Anko. Here's the deal. Captain Aldridge suggested giving you 90 days to finish your work. After this discussion, you get 30. That's it. We're done with your nonsense. Get some results or we're gone in a month. Got it? Yeah, I got it. I'd like to get back to work now if this little inquisition is over. Captain Aldridge, I'll require your assistance if you don't mind. I do mind, actually. But I'll help you anyway. And I'll warn you, Anko, if you say another word insulting Ursula, you'll be working by yourself for the remainder of your contract 
with some missing teeth. How chivalrous of you. Keep it up, and you'll find out just how chivalrous I can be. Astrid, record Martian Artifact Log 62, Usual Security Protocols. Affirmative. Recording Secure Martian Artifact Log in 3, 2, 1. Okay, Log 62. Still unable to identify molecular structure of the artifact. Suspect this is a new element altogether. Still trying to collect the evidence to verify. Have been unable to extract one sliver of the piece due to proper chemical tests. My concern is that if I test on the artifact directly, I risk damaging it. However, given how difficult it's been to extract a sample, I'm not sure I could damage it anyway. On a side note, the headaches have been getting worse. Still not sleeping. And my sense of touch seems to be getting numb too. Considering seeing Dr. Nash, but for now, I'll wait. I can live with the symptoms for the time being, as long as they don't interfere with my research on the piece. The humming is really starting to get to me. I gotta admit that. As for the visions, uh, well, they're becoming more violent. Hey, Gilvin. Shit! Astrid, pause log recording. Pausing artifact log. What the hell do you want, Gideon? I'm busy. I'm working on reorganizing the shelving in the cargo bay. I need your help moving some things around. Can't this wait? Now, please. I need to make room in case they bring back more equipment. <sighs> Fine. I'll be there shortly. You told me 33.1. I meant 35. Then say 35, damn it. I'm not psychic. We've been over this. Here we go again. As my number two, you're supposed to be the one verifying before inputting. We tried that, remember? Every time I made an adjustment or suggested one, you freak out and demand I follow your instructions without question. That's when I'm right, not when I'm wrong. And just how the hell am I supposed to know the difference? Because that's your job, you moron. <laughs> moron? I'm not the one who's failing out here. This is all on you, Anko. You wanted all the glory by not sharing anything with me procedurally, and now here you have it. You get to be responsible for your own mistakes, Anko. You do not get to pin them on me. How dare you, you insignificant Neanderthal. Enough! You two have got to figure this out. If you can't learn to work together, this will fail and all the efforts you're making will be for nothing. Maybe I should just head back to the shuttle and we'll send Gilbin down here. That might be for the best. He's at least competent enough not to botch inputting numbers. You son of a bitch! Next person to make a move gets the stick. Any takers? No? Good. Now get back to work, both of you. Yes, day six. Great. Is this it then? Are we done? Just one more thing. Can you come over here to the shelves, please? All right. Well, give me a second to park this thing. Get to the base of the shelves here at the bottom. I have to tilt this slightly, but there's a lot of weight up here. Now brace it at the bottom, there to your right. You'll need to lean into it. Ah, uh, uh, I've got it. 
I'm in. Good. Now steady as I. I'm here, Gideon. What's up? Can you please bring Dr. Nash back to the ship immediately? There's been an accident. What kind of accident? Gilvin was working with me in the cargo bay, and some of the shelving came down on top of him. Is he conscious? No. I didn't move him, by the way. He's still in cargo. He's breathing and his pulse seems normal, but that's all I know. You did the right thing. Make sure he's stabilized. I don't want his head to shift if he has a neck injury. We'll be there shortly, Gideon. I just need to tell everyone outside. Roger. Thanks. Ursula, we need to get to the shuttle. Yes, Captain. Hey, surface dwellers. Ursula and I need to head out to the Qingxi. Gilbin was in an accident. Is he okay? He's alive, but we don't know how bad his injuries are yet. Ursula needs to check him out. Does anyone else need to head back up to the ship? Uh, no, I guess not. Not now, anyway. Can you please in touch with us when you know his condition? Will do. Rex out. He's still not answering. Gideon! Gideon, can you please get on the comm and give me an update on Gilban? Hello? Gideon! He should be on the bridge by now. Sorry about that. I, I, I just had to finish. Finish checking on Gilban. Are you alright? You sound winded. Just wanted to answer your comm alert. Sorry. How's Gilbin doing? Still unconscious, but breathing is normal. And they made sure his head won't move. After we dock, meet me in the cargo bay. With a gurney in my kit. Will do, Dr. Nash. Okay, Gideon. We're coming in. Open shuttle bay doors. You son of a bitch! Gilbin, what are you doing here? You should have stayed in the bay until Dr. Nash checked you out. You're in no shape to be walking. You might have a neck injury. I know what you did. I saw you bring that shelf down on me. Hey Gideon, there's something wrong with the shuttle bay hatch. Please override it and open it from your end. I'm sorry, Captain Rex. I'm afraid I can't do that. The hell are you talking about? Open the shuttle bay hatch now. That's an order. No can do, Captain Rex. Why are the engines firing, Gideon? What do you think you're doing? I told you that we should have just cancelled the other two contracts. But you wouldn't listen. Even when I brought us here, I thought for sure you and Jonas would have just left Agu in confinement and we would be done with it. It doesn't matter anymore. Our contract is the priority now. You're off your not, Gideon. I'm not the one obsessing over a possessed rock. You're gonna pay for this, Gideon. No one, not even you, gets away with sabotaging my ship. Oh, I think you'll come around in due time. When our contract is fulfilled, you'll see. We can't leave them behind! I always knew you were an arsehole. Wait, what? What the hell? The wires hang. You're not human. You're not human. Ugh. No, I'm not.
This episode of Void featured the voice talents of Lynn Chia as Sarabella Rayon, Ella Demby as Astrid, Karen Johnston as Ursula Nash, Frank Jutnowitz as the narrator, Sean McKnight as Jonas Aldridge, Simon Uluhojin as Anko Lumen, Eric Martin Reed as Gilbin Tricky, Amy Teresa as Regina Rex, and Guy Wellman as Gideon Judge. The Void theme song, Equilibrium in Turbulence, was composed and produced by David Parsons from Avid Wolf Music. If you'd like to learn more about our podcast, please visit our website at void-podcast.com. <laughs>